Hey, welcome back. This is Elaine for Rainbows, where every color speaks your story. Hello, welcome back. To Hello. Hello, welcome back to another episode of Rainbows. Guess who's with me again today? <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, I'm with Erica again. Uh, I know we promised an episode on Soji Bill, but we need more time for research. So, <laughs> for today... Most definitely. Yeah. So, for today, we're talking about happiness, which is a very, very good topic. Thank you, Erica. Actually, for... yeah, actually what we were um, supposed to highlight on that is uh, how we actually got to how we are currently defining our happiness at our own age or time and space or whatever fact of the universe are we talking about <laughs> because <laughs> because like it it we have we've always talked about so many things when we're together to the point that we always boil down to talking about how we got to being satisfied contented happy and stuff like that but we never really considered it as a good topic for a podcast and so <laughs> we are actually uh right here in your ears <laughs> sharing you a little bit about a, a little bit about our experiences and hopefully in your current state wherever wherever you are probably you're happy or you're also experiencing some midlife or quarter life crises uh or crises actually um you're 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 given this guidance of this podcast, hopefully, and we can share the good and abundance of, of good vibes to each and every one of you as the year ends. <laughs> yes. Actually, this topic is Erica's idea, and I would agree with her. There were many times where we were doing uh, photo shoots, and then we were talking about happiness, and then Erica said, why not? make it a podcast <laughs> which is by the way the most hilarious thing is i needed to take a bath and a few minutes on a thinking chair to realize oh that's actually a good podcast <laughs> i would agree uh good ideas come very in a very spontaneous way yeah <laughs> true so uh we would begin with defining what happiness is on each other's side so Elaine <laughs> well, oh, wait, wait, wait. I would like to emphasize that this is very impromptu actually Erica yeah actually. <laughs> Erica just... I don't think we can finish this in 20 minutes <laughs> yeah. she just told me I want to talk about the happiness and then I said oh that's a good idea let's talk about <laughs> it <laughs> okay uh, so okay yes uh, when I was younger, I would define happiness in a very different way. Actually, uh, I would, especially when you're very, very young, you would define mm -hmm. it as usually in a materialistic way, right? Because That's true. I remember when I was younger, I was around 10 or even younger. When Christmas comes, I would actually make a very, very, very long list of what I wanted. Yeah. Okay, but uh, I won't lie. Now that I'm in my thirties, actually, there's nothing on my list 
And most of, if I would write something on that list, it would be something abstract. Meaning, oh. it cannot be bought. <laughs> so, wait, wait, wait. I, <laughs> I'm telling you this story because uh-huh. uh, it's connected to how I define happiness, okay? Okay. Uh, actually, I would define it as peace of mind. Mm. And you cannot buy peace of mind, okay? That's true. And having peace of mind means being contented, being satisfied. Wait, ah, not in a sexual way. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Okay, now, when I say that I am satisfied, this this actually uh, narrows down to a lot of aspects. Satisfied in work, satisfied in family life, satisfied Mm -hmm. in love, romantic love. Satisfied in friendships, toast to that. Let's toast to that. Uh, mm-hmm. Satisfied in in all aspects of my life. Okay. Also, mm-hmm. it includes my spiritual life. Lahat. Okay. Now, if I achieve that that satisfaction, I would now have a certain peace of mind, and mm-hmm. this peace of mind simply defines quote unquote my happiness. Aww. <laughs> Aww. That was very on point. <laughs> okay, let's go. Let's let's uh let's ask Erica. How about you? How would you well, define yeah. happiness? <laughs> well with me I had a very vague idea of what happiness was. Actually I never understood what happiness was like it's concrete idea until I reached like 20 <laughs> it was a very long time because I, 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 it, it's very difficult to explain because I probably because I'm an only child and that there were unnecessary if I if I if, if, if this is not to this is not to impose a complete stereotype to all only child of people out there but um what I mean is that in my case I had that um excessive amount of attention that I did not need any any like it didn't take me much to earn my my materialistic items if if we would look at it in a more (laughs) early stage in our lives but as I progressed, especially around high school until I reached college, it was very just, it's like I got lost. I didn't know what happiness was. Like, even if, even if like we had parties or like we, we would have a myriad of meetups once in a while with friends and family, I didn't feel like I was like so happy to see people. Because there was a point in my life that I didn't like people, but <laughs> when I reached when I reached my when I reached twenty, and I actually had to rethink everything that I've done, and most importantly, I was having a very hard time with my relationships. Mm-hmm. It really just boiled down to me and my 
way of thinking that I was not having a very healthy lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't nurturing myself. And therefore, I, I come to the conclusion that from then on, I would do my very best to meet the guy that probably or to meet the girl that would probably complete my life, <laughs> which was way worse, <laughs> way worse than intended. But then, and you know, as they say, when, when you don't accept failure, you don't really understand what you're supposed to fix. And so I kind of ended up realizing I don't need anyone to make me happy. Mm -hmm. And now that I define my happiness as consistently discovering what I can improve within myself and then allowing that to be a bridge or a way to help other people because I've been blessed with a good family yes and then an accepting a circle of supportive people but I I wasn't I was the I was the one who had a problem <laughs> I didn't support myself. <laughs> like there was no, there was no banners or like pom poms out in the air t telling me, "Go, Erica, you can do this." And blah blah blah. It was always other people doing that for me, but I couldn't do it for myself. Which is totally just out of this world. So I just, uh, for me, that is my current disposition when it comes to defining what happiness is as of the moment. I like it. Has to. Sorry. Yes. No. 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 Just. Just talk. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. So it it did involve it just involves like me having that individual growth first, mm -hmm. and I have I have to make sure that that roots that that root that's rooted into the genuine that it's genuinely for myself and not because I was doing it for someone else. Because we get lost once in a while with you know building our happiness, and then if I'm able to really define myself that, oh, okay, I'm somewhere that I can probably say I'm currently happy, why not share that to other people and probably help other people who are actually feeling, you know, lost in their way? Because we all go through that. That's uh, a lot of people think that when you get lost, that's the end of your life. <laughs> actually, that's actually the process for you to get out of life and to really just experience it. So it really does, it really does play, it really does play a lot of, or it does play a big role in, in how I'm currently just fixing myself. Because I, you know, people would think fixing yourself would actually mean negative, but I would look at it in a more positive uh, perspective, because that would mean I completely accept my failures and would actually use that as an advantage to become a better person at the end of the day. So that's how I define my happiness. And... <laughs> uh, a, a, a question actually just popped out of my head, Elaine. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I'll be able to answer it. Wait, before I answer it, I didn't mean to cut you, but technici technically, uh -huh. Erica and I are not physically together. So I. Oh, right, yeah, right, right. So, to say that. <laughs> so basically, we don't use eye contact or nonverbal cues to signal each other. So I, I don't know sometimes when to go in. So I, I didn't mean to do that. So 
that's one disadvantage when you are not doing a face-to-face or uh, how do they call it? An interactive? It? Yeah, interactive uh, recording podcast. Yes! Yeah. <laughs> okay. There we go. This is actually an achievement. <laughs> Before you ask your question, uh, I, yes. I got struck by what you said. You used the line, helping people. And mm-hmm. I would like to elaborate on that point. Uh, actually, when you said that, something came into my mind also. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know you have a question. Wait, okay. So, I guess... Be my guest. Yeah, I guess happiness is also finding purpose. Exactly. Yeah, finding meaning. So, if, mm-hmm. if we find meaning in helping people, then that's happiness. If we find meaning or purpose in in communicating then that's our then that's happiness if we find purpose in loving people even though they break our hearts yes <laughs> oh my god the level of who got in this room is off the roof then then that's then, then that's happiness so that's true but when you were talking a while ago actually it came also into my mind that sometimes our definition of happiness is whatever is lacking in our life. Am I making sense? Okay. So, yes. for example, for example, there's a guy who doesn't have money. So, his definition might be to have money. So, for example, if you do not have a boyfriend, so probably you would define it in finding romantic love. I don't know. So any any reaction on, on that? Well, most definitely that was the case back then. I, I believe I, I was able to emphasize it like a while ago because I was thinking about probably I should find the one to be <laughs> complete. <laughs> but no. And but that that doesn't mean that's that doesn't mean that's wrong. Mm-hmm. I mean it's just I what I believe is I can connect this to one of your podcasts before it's, it actually depends on the timing and the purpose that you want in your life. Correct. And clearly, clearly a lot of us just really think that finding romantic love is the way to go in every situation that involves a void in our lives, which, <laughs> which, I am so sorry if I sound like a complete therapist right now, but <laughs> no, <laughs> that's not where we're supposed to go. Actually, if if I may be more specific on that, go in your twenties. It 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 must be rooted into the idea that you are going to fuck up so much in your twenties. That you would just think that why, why is the world so unfair? And it's okay to complain that it's not it's not wrong to overanalyze things, but there should be a balance of like finding your logic and your current overthinking, overly emotional, completely distraught self at that particular moment or else 
when you reach your 30s and you reach your 40s and everything comes to you as a blessing, you would be like, why is this happening to me? And then you start neglecting the good things that might happen in your life that could actually, and most especially, can be a potential in making your life happier. Mm-hmm. So that's that's one point of actually just getting into that uh, question of yours. And I think a lot of our listeners, if, if I may, <laughs> especially if you're in your 20s or like, younger than that it's you're still young and we we don't mean that we don't mean (laughs) that to invalidate whatever thing that you're currently experiencing no you just have to take it one day at a time it's okay because you're gonna spoil your complete happiness if you let it you know become oversaturated with things that aren't necessarily important to be there so mm-hmm. that's my take on that <laughs> yeah um I see. May, may i proceed with yeah, my question go, go, go. <laughs> i was thinking though like elaine like what would be a very or what was the defining moment that you actually had to really dig into yourself and redefine your redefine your happiness or your definition of happiness whether it be a situation or like just maybe a regular realization in your life on a, on a daily basis i i'm not sure that's a good question okay so actually uh i would say i wouldn't deny that I had a lot of breakups <laughs> in my life. <laughs> okay. Because I, I, I can't blame them. Actually, sometimes I'm even thankful for all the things that happened to me. Because honestly, it might sound cliche and corny, but you wouldn't know what happiness is without pain. Exactly. And with all the pain that I've been through, I would say that would be the breaking point of how I redefined or redefined or defined my happiness. So um, when you're younger, you don't go through a lot because you're very, very young. Or, or it's possible. Exactly. Yeah, but through the years of not being chosen, wow. Wow. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. No, kidding aside, kidding aside. Shots fired. <laughs> kidding aside, okay. So many years of experience, many years. Wow, napaka-experience, kidding aside, okay. So many years of experience, many years of uh, breakdowns, many years of pain helped me define my, my definition of happiness. Uh, I told you a while ago, my definition of happiness was very different before. And... Mm-hmm. Now that I am older, it was, it is rather a simple as peace of mind. And uh, I don't know, because when you're young, you want to achieve and compete with a lot of people. You want to achieve and compete. So compete, compete, Mm -hmm. compete. My batchmate has a car. I need this car. My batchmate is a manager. I need to be this. So, but as I grew older, I realized 
I don't need to compete with anyone. I don't need to prove myself to anyone. So if you like my podcast, thank you. If you don't like it, I don't care. Yeah, so if you like me, thank you. If you don't like me, I don't care. So um, I realized when I grew older, uh, the, the, the best formula for a disaster is to listen to what other people would say. So definitely the less the less uh, how would I how would I say it the less time or the less people you listen to the more happy you would be so exactly I don't care if people would say I go out with you uh, mm. I go out with the people I like I go out with friends uh who are weird, etc. I don't care actually because if you would listen to what people would say all the time, then that is the best formula for a disaster. So that's true. Yeah. So I would like to go back. It's a lot of factors that happened in my life. And sometimes I would say, what is happening to my life? But I realized that all these things made me who I am. So mm-hmm. I I wouldn't I wouldn't blame the people who who didn't choose me, who gave me pain, who went with another guy, and and many more. So I wouldn't like to blame them because honestly, they gave me this kind of maturity. They gave me this kind of thinking. They gave me Elaine, who is Elaine now. So yeah. Uh, thank you. And she's actually great, guys. Yeah. She's great. So actually, I'm <laughs> thankful for all those breakdowns. More than more than I want revenge, I don't want that. That's for losers. <laughs> oh, <laughs> most definitely. Yeah, so re- yeah. Revenge is for losers. So I realized that uh, improving yourself is the best kind of, of, of not revenge, best kind of, how would I term it? Of living life. Yeah. Okay. So I hope I answered your question. <laughs> yes. It was perfect. Yeah. It was perfect. I liked it. Especially the part where you would actually thank the people mm-hmm. that actually built you to where you are as of the moment. I I definitely relate to that because my moment of <laughs> my moment of um extreme <laughs> and complete 180 degree turn also involved someone who actually brought me pain and there are there are a lot of ways to view a broken heart or a breakdown or a let's say a torment of someone's you know perception of you (laughs) but (laughs) I believe you know what I'm talking about but we will not say who this person is but at the end of the day like i think it was also necessary that you you get to you get to know the other person's perspective of you mm-hmm. even though it hurt even though everything they said hurt even though it was a four page mms <laughs> message i know on i know this guy I know this guy. <laughs> and and even though like people pe- actually if if um some people might get a clue like honestly my parents know this person but 
even though yes it kind of sounded like they would still defend my state of you know innocence to the matter <laughs> i i i i would still accept being guilty of how things happened on why i got hurt and how i got hurt because if i completely just you know tried to be the victim in all of this i wouldn't actually realize that in order to be happy i did not need to look like and feel like the other person should always be existent in my life in order for me to function mm-hmm. and that's why it it, it it made me more of the person that I am today, especially with getting to know someone as of the moment that I, I currently enjoy the process of actually getting to know this person. And, and that adds to, you know, my current happiness that I was able to define early this year. So I, I it's, it's a complete, it's a complete eye opener actually to, to see the advantages and, and the great, well, as they say, a blessing in disguise on, on certain things that we would actually cling on so much, but would bring us to better um, opportunities or better windows in life that could actually make us, you know, improve Mm -hmm. and be a better version of ourselves. This is what I've learned uh, through the years. It's okay to find happiness with other people, but it is also important to find happiness within you. Because yes. if you keep find happiness with other people and they, they might not give you back the happiness that you want and you deserve, then you might not be happy. So I told Erica, actually, I'm happy being single. It's been a year. And why am I happy being single? It's because I tried to find happiness within me. And I think uh, that's important that before we give happiness, before we receive happiness, I think we ourselves should be happy also. I think that's also a responsibility that we have to place in ourselves because being happy is your choice as well. It's not, it's not an instance. It's not, it's not a God given, (laughs) it's not a God given like, like package that will fall from heaven and then just plonk on your head like like shit that's your that's your portion of being happy like no it's not like that it's actually it's actually our way of really just going through our mistakes and 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 the good things as well because if we don't really look into those aspects in our lives, we won't find a balance in in making ourselves happy. Like, sure, you can like someone or something that is out of the ordinary for you, but at the same time, you understand the consequences of what may come because of that. And will you pursue that? 
are you ready for 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 things that may come like consequences people talking stuff like that so if you really don't care that's great if you do care you might want to consider on something like that and when you risk it at a, at a certain point then make sure that when you risk it it was worth every single bit i have a side note i have a side note on this topic it might sound it might mm-hmm. sound cliche but i would like to emphasize on it most of the time we think that happiness is a place or a path but i would agree with you it's actually a choice so it's up to yes. us at the end of the day uh to decide whether are we really happy because sometimes we can be happy with the little things and it doesn't it doesn't That's have true. to be like extraordinary or very very big for us to to be happy so some people can be happy with a few things in their life and it boils down to to choice so erica yeah and and with that i i just completely agree that you know we we always have at the end of the day, by the way, if like if you're not really sure with where you are in like <laughs> well, I'm twenty five and I know where I'm happy at, but I understand that not everyone is at twenty five and understand what what makes them happy. So like it's completely fine. I, you don't really have to focus on it way too much. But I would suggest that as you enter somewhere around your thirties or your forties, you have quite a bit of an idea because it's not to pressure you or it's not to place you in a position that you might not be aware of or you know that people are pressuring you on some level but it's more of being consciously capable of your actions because when you're 30 when you're 40 at least you have a little bit of a insight of how things actually go and (laughs) it would be very difficult (laughs) if by then you won't be you won't be that equipped to define what makes you happy so i i suggest you just you just enjoy your 20s enjoy your 30s enjoy your 40s even just just make sure you know that there is a game plan getting there Mm -hmm. So, any final thoughts before I conclude this episode? Well, my final thoughts, everyone. I hope that we were able to enlighten you for a little bit on on this uh, subject matter or uh, on this subject. Wow, that was very redundant. Great. <laughs> um, we we also hope that with with how we were able to share a, a bit of of our experiences you would actually feel that it's not it's not a lonely place or it's not just you who feel that life sucks <laughs> cuz it really does <laughs> we're with you on this one like pom poms to you sister or brother or bro sis whatever uh so yeah uh and no matter what you go through and what you've gone through, just know that at the end of 
at the end of this uh, situation or predicament, you'll you'll be able to still emerge and rise against it, and and it would actually bring you more depth or or maybe an understanding of yourself. And I guess that's that's also an achievement in getting yourself to where you want to be and who you want to be. Mm-hmm. I was that's, that's yeah, mine. Actually, I was listening to you, and a lot of things came to my mind. So I think the greatest question is: Do we even need to define happiness? I think there is a need because the moment we define what is happiness to us, then that would be our ultimate goal in life. And exactly, uh, a lot of people would define happiness with words such as happiness, uh, sorry, not happiness, family, love, money, satisfaction, and many more. But at the end of the day, it really doesn't matter if we have differences in how we define happiness. As long as you feel happy, I think that is the most important thing at the end of the day. The feeling of happiness, no matter how you define it. That's true. Snaps for that, sister. <laughs> what an impromptu podcast. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. I was like, oh my god, what the fuck? We were able to actually do it. So, Erica, thank you for joining me today again in episode 33. <laughs> it's actually the biggest honor because like we were actually able to pull this off with being just online, which is new for me. <laughs> And this is great. So to my to my listeners, I hope you find your true happiness in life. This is episode 33. This is a lane for rainbows where every color speaks your story. Speaks your story.